But before we focus on Mothers of the Bible, I thought we'd look at a light-hearted presentation of what we think about our mums, the stages of motherhood. So at four years of age, we might think our mum can do anything. At eight years of age, our mum knows a lot, a whole lot. At 12 years of age, mum doesn't really know quite everything. At 14 years of age, naturally, mother doesn't know that either. At 16 years of age, mother, she's hopelessly old-fashioned. At 25 years of age, well, she might know a little bit about it. At 35 years of age, uh, before we decide, let's ask mum's opinion. At 45 years of age, wonder what mum would have, would have thought about it. And at 65 years of age, wish I could talk with mum. And so we're going to look at some of the mums of the Bible. And we're going to get the first Bible reading up on the screen. And this is Sarah, a mother full of joy. We can see here that um, God had promised Sarah and Abraham a baby. And uh, Abraham was certainly old. And when I looked it up, according to my application Bible, Sarah was 90 years of age. <laughs> and she said, I'm so filled with joy and people will laugh with me. Uh, if we can go on a bit more, Matt. Um, one to six. We've got six here, yes. God has brought laughter. And everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. But she also became a mother of the nation because she was an ancestor to Jesus. And then we go on to the next mum, which is Exodus. Now a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And when she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. Now at this stage, we don't know what the mum's name is, and we don't know what she's called her baby. But if Matt can very cleverly skip to the next reading numbers, 26 verse 69, it tells us that the mum's name was Jochebed. I think that's how you pronounce it. And um, that she had a baby, which she still hadn't called Moses at this stage, because she didn't actually call him Moses. But she also had Aaron and Miriam. And they became significant brothers and sisters to Moses as they journeyed through um, out of Egypt. So if we go back, sorry, Matt, to Exodus, we know the story, don't we, that we, know, we now know her name, it's Jochebed. She didn't want to have her baby killed because Pharaoh had made a law that all Hebrew babies would have to be killed, a familiar story. And she looked at him and <coughs> she just couldn't part with him. And she was quite a clever mum because she made a crib that would float on the river. And she hid it amongst the reeds. If we can go, that's it, thank you. And she told his sister, who we now know is Miriam, 
to go and keep watch over it. And later on, the princess, who is Pharaoh's daughter, came down to the Nile to wash. And she probably heard the baby crying, I guess, and looked down and saw the baby was crying, and she felt sorry for him. And she recognised him as one of the Hebrew babies. And, she, and then his sister ran over and said, shall I fetch a nurse? And that nurse just happened to be, my husband's signaling that I'm not quite on mic, happened to be the baby's mother. I found this quite intriguing, actually. I've never really thought of it like this before, but I assume that Jochebed, because she was asked to go and live in the palace to raise up her own baby, who the princess then named Moses, she must have taken Aaron and Miriam and probably her husband. They all went to the palace, so they were all in Egypt with Moses. So I thought she was a mother that really trusted God, but she took a great risk at saving her baby's life. And she concentrated on God and his power to help her see a way out, out of her situation. And often we feel unable to see our way through our troubles when all we really need to do is to trust in God and then he can begin to work it through with us. Now we're going on to another mother who is actually a mother-in-law a devoted mother-in-law very sad for her because she lost both her, hus her sons who were husbands to her daughter-in-laws but they also were devoted to their mother-in-law she wanted to journey back to where she originally came from and the daughter-in-laws said that they would go with her but one dropped out, and only Ruth travelled with her. I think we need to go on to the next. Is that the whole of the story there? Yes. And Ruth and Naomi became very bonded together to one another and their faith in God. So I've called her devoted mother-in-law. And those of us that have mother-in-laws, I hope you find the same about your mum-in-law. We're now going on to the next mum. And this is Hannah, the story we know well. And Hannah demonstrates a mother who had great faith in God and was prepared to give her baby back to him. She actually made a bargain with God. She said, if you give me a baby, I'll promise you that I will give him back to you. It's not always a good practice to barter with God, but be careful what you promise to do because God always keeps his promises and expects you to keep yours. And she was absolutely um, tormented by her husband's other wife. And she had a really hard time, but God heard her cries and she had a child and became a mother and then gave him back to serve in the temple. The last mother is the mother of Jesus, who we all know so well. She was a young girl who was totally submitted to God in love and trust and obedience. 
and she was with Jesus from the time of his birth to the time of his death. Mary was available to God and um, we need to be available to God to bring about his purposes. So all these mum, mothers became God's great women in the Bible because of their obedience and their faith in him. And they all knew joy and suffering, love and pain, obedience and sacrifice. <coughs> but they all loved the Lord God and put their trust in him. We also see in Matthew 1, the lineage of, G of Jesus right back to Abraham. And as we go through the lineage, I think it's verse 6, no, uh, verse 5. Summon the father of Boaz, who was the mother, whose mother was Rahab. And Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. And she was the, I think she was the great-grandmother of David. So direct line from Jesus right back to Abraham, as we know, but other people mentioned in the Bible coming on that lineage, a royal lineage, of which we're now part of. We've been grafted onto that lineage. 